All right. Is that too loud? Welcome back, movie nerds. Uh, this is our, just a little warning. This is a spoiler discussion that we're going to have. We, uh, well, actually, I don't we have know a, how not to talk about spoilers. Yeah, so. I know. It's hard. We actually have a special guest back. Uh, he's that guy's. He's the uh, American dietitian. <laughs> me. The second counselor of the bishopric. <laughs> Dustin Moore. <laughs> we did last time. This was for, uh, wasn't it Infinity War that we did yes, the podcast? I oh, we are following up one short year later. Yes. I could are. hardly believe that, too. Like walking into the theater. It was one year ago was that we had our hearts one broken. Year ago? Yeah, one year. It was in May or April that it was Infinity in April. War came it was in out. April. That's. Or March. It might have been March. No, it it's crazy. Was it April? Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to be talking about everything and everything about this movie. Um, it's a lot to talk about because this movie it is three hours and <laughs> freaking some minutes. And, um, it didn't feel like three hours. Oh, I, had to, I had to pee so bad at the end of it. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually... actually I went pee. <laughs> man. I left... During in the, the theater? Part, yeah, I left the theater, sprinted out, <laughs> but I timed it perfectly because Thor was just talking to his stupid mom. Uh, <laughs> he didn't I, mean stupid. I couldn't do. I couldn't have done it. Sorry, Mr. So, anyways, yeah. So, <laughs> just a little bit of news. This movie already made three hundred fifty million domestically. Jamie, can you pull that up, please? <laughs> can you pull that up, uh, Jarvis? Pull that up. Uh, and worldwide, it made one point two billion in the, opening weekend. Opening weekend. Oh, it's the gosh. only movie to ever done it is uh, Infinity War. Take so. that, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars has nothing on this. I don't know if any yeah. other movie can. It's crazy. Do this. I don't think anybody. I don't think any movie will ever do this. Not even Avatar, which is a stupid movie. Yes, come Agreed. at me. Come at me, internet. And so, holy cow, one point two billion globally. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, welcome. We're gonna talk about this movie. We're gonna uh, let's start off by what is your impression after the movie? What were your some of your feelings? Uh, Dustin, as you walked out of that theater, uh, walking out of the theater, okay, I was I was happy. I I liked the ending. I can't say that I thought it was like perfect. Like it didn't. I, I'm comparing it from other movies that I've seen. Like my favorite Marvel movie that I've ever seen was probably Winter Soldier. Oh, and I agree. I walked I walked out of that movie theater just thinking that was so cool. Like I'd love to watch it again. And I did enjoy this movie. I liked how they wrapped it up, but I didn't. I don't know. I just for some reason I didn't have that same sense of uh, Ooh, hot like take Jones. perfect, like perfect, perfect film, like amazing film. Like oh, if I was invited man. to go see it again, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I got something else I got to do. I don't got three oh, hours to spare. Really? Yeah, I was, but I, but I really did. I liked the movie, and I like in the whole totality of everything where they wrapped up the saga. I was perfectly satisfied with how they left so everything. Let, here, let me ask you, I would see this movie again. Yeah, no problem. I go you, by myself. Let me ask you this: Do you like Infinity War better, or do you like Endgame better? Um, I've had two people that I've talked to so far, uh, the buddy of mine, um, and actually, it's my wife's cousin too. They, they, uh, she liked Infinity War better than Endgame. I, I think I actually I have to agree with that. Wow. I think I liked Infinity okay. War better. Um, okay. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that? Because, first of all, because um, I think one of the things that I missed the most in this story was there was a very there was a very more deconstructed villain plot. Like in Infinity War, Thanos was such a presence and such a powerhouse and just so well acted by uh, Josh Brolin. 
Uh, he just really drove that story about this madman who's got a mission and he's been doing it for so long. Whereas in this movie, while Josh Brolin, I mean, he reprised his role as Thanos, we don't really get to him until like the last hour of the movie. And so he's wiped out in the beginning and then they go through and more of it's just driven by the heroes trying to find the stones and bring everybody back. And I just really missed him. I really missed that that constant threat that he presented and we didn't get that until the end of the film but I don't think that was a I don't think that's a criticism of the filmmakers because I don't think they could have done the story any differently than how they had well, said it. Well, I don't think I don't think the story could have gone any other way but that way because I yeah. don't think it was about Thanos. The, re- the reason I like Infinity War 2 is is mainly it was actually a Thanos movie more than anything. Yeah. If this was this wasn't a Thanos movie. Yeah, this has nothing to do with him and so he doesn't and I agree with you he, he comes in later because there was that point. Well, let's talk about the, the beginning of the film. What what do you think about how they killed him off right off the bat from the beginning? Oh, that was depressing, man. As soon as the as soon as the movie opened up, um, I was feeling it in my stomach because you know Hawkeye's there oh. with his family. He's oh, teaching gosh. his little girl how to take his craft. His uh, boys, his sons are out there playing. They're just having a family picnic, and then they're just gone. And I just. That just hurts so I, badly. And I had a feeling that would have been the opening scene as yeah. well. Because he was the only one that was left without knowing what's going on in exactly. the story. And so, did you notice the ankle bracelet? Yeah, he was on house arrest. House yeah. arrest as yeah. well. Yeah. I thought, I thought he took a deal. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it's it was depressing the way... Um, yeah, when they go to Thanos' farm and they... He's he gets his head lopped off and I'm just like I couldn't that, believe that was that. it like what what what's what's the rest of the movie about what's gonna happen now <laughs> and then I remembered the my theory like of time travel is like it's gotta be it it's gotta be time travel it's that's the only way because the stones are gone and oh, it was hopeless hopeless but, I did not see the time jump though the five years later I was like that yeah, it's been threw five me years yeah. that's terrifying that's terrifying and. Ho- like hopelessness is the one word I'd probably How, use to describe this. Yeah. Did you guys like the fact that the, the our heroes, the state of their life at that moment was pretty depressing? Uh, one of my favorite scenes in, in, in there was when Cap took up what Falcon uh, did when in the Winter Soldier. I didn't even notice that actually. Yeah. What do you mean? Remember, he was the head of uh, the group meeting. He was the head of the group meeting. Oh, that's right. And so for and he's trying to move on. The, the our heroes is in. At this moment, it's stuck in basically in limbo. They don't know what they don't know what to do. They're trying to move on with their lives, but you know, as that in the trailer says, "But not us." <laughs> they not didn't us. move on. But I love that scene when Cap was talking to his group of people, and he's trying to trying to move on, trying to tell people different uh, different. The Russo, one of the Russo brothers, was in that scene, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's actually the first open gay. <laughs> Is he gay in real life? Not in real life, but in character in the, in the movie. That was very important driving the story uh, forward. <laughs> I, re- I really appreciate it. I'm really that glad part. they put that in there. <laughs> but in that scene... Because how are gays supposed to... <laughs> Half the, the population. <laughs> now there's even less gay. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's the point was that he was... It, they were having a hard time. Even though in that... I mean, it, we may, we're laughing about it. But when... I, I feel like when they wrote that story, it's trying to tell the audience of saying, it's hard to move on in this life because there's no other it's hard for even for a gay man in that time of life to be able to find somebody who has the same interests as him because they're all 
like wiped out. So they're trying to tell the stage of what the life is like. It's miserable. I, I initially was thinking that that opening where they were establishing the new world as it is, I felt that that kind of dragged on a little too long at first. But then as it went further along, I mean, you really felt the sense that this is the new norm. This is reality as it is. The Avengers lost. They're not. They're not trying to. They're not trying to undo what happened. They're trying to rebuild the world. Um, and well, well, actually, they are trying to undo it. They just don't know how to do it because <laughs> they're still stuck on that phase. Like, how are we going to bring these people back? Yeah, there are only a handful of people that were just like, I, "How do we undo this? How do we undo this?" And I feel like uh, Black Widow was one of the ones that was like, "This is this is oh, what I, I do now. This I'm so yeah. like." I have no other life outside of this. There's, I have to have this. This is yeah. me. And uh, and they can't move on. Even though Cap, in that scene, he's telling people to, it's time to move on. Even he himself can't move on. He, he feels so guilty that he let people down that all these people are, are basically dead because of him and because of the Avengers. At least they took upon themselves and that's that their responsibility. Uh Speaking about Black Widow, I, I love that scene as well when her, her and Cap having that conversation about um, why he can't move on. And all of a sudden, who shows up? Ant-Man. 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 Yeah. Here's, I was telling Paul jokingly that, you know who's the, the MVP of this movie was? If you're going to say Ant-Man, I'm going to slap no. you. It's the rat. The rat? Oh, the one that let him out walking <laughs> yes. across the console? <laughs> If it wasn't, for I was him. okay. That was <laughs> come splinter. on. That was that was rat oh, X machina. Splinter. A positive splinter. <laughs> that was rat X machina right there. I just thought that was kind of silly. That that was the best thing they could do to think to come up with having oh, Ant Man come back as a rat. How did the rat get in the van? Come well, on. I mean, he was in a storage unit. Storage unit. There's rats in storage units. It's actually organically it was. Actually I just, fine. I just like I saw that scene. I laughed because I imagined the Rooster Brothers going like, "How are we going to get Ant Man out of the quantum realm?" Oh, and then one of them was like, "Have a rat run across it." See, we all thought, <laughs> we all thought that it was going to be Captain Marvel that was going to go pull, pull him out of the quantum realm. Know. Yeah. Because in the comics, she can go into the quantum realm without being a. Uh, Affected. Affected Can we talk about the quantum realm for a second? Okay. Sure, let's Janet talk about it. Janet Van Van Dyne. You oh, guys recognize <laughs> her? Janet Van Dyne is the Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer's character from Ant Man and Wasp. She went into the quantum realm and was there for what twenty plus years. Yeah. That and she aged. Ant Man was there oh, for five years and right. came out like he was. And five he said minutes. like a year was an he was hour. Like, I was there for like five hours. And so oh. that's a good point. Oh boy, so that's there's a some plot inconsistencies. Um, because she had, yeah, she had aged a whole ton. She was like, well, how long was she in there for? Queen Atlanta. It was twenty. It was twenty five years. Because the girl, there, she was like ten years old when they left on that mission, and then. So if we do the man, how old she? How old should she be? What was it? They said. They said one hour. What Paul Rudd's character said was that one year was one hour because. He asked Captain America, "How long has it been well, since that happened?" She was little, there, right? Yeah, but tw- twenty-five years, twenty-five hours. 25 it was hours. a day. Yeah. She's basically in there for a day for following the quantum realm. So that's a good point, Paul. Yeah. Okay, so right. the, maybe they dropped the ball on that one. Oh, maybe. Oh, there's another one they dropped the ball. We'll talk about that. So, so we get a sense. Ant Man comes back. He goes and you know he understands what he's trying to figure out what's the world you know going on in the world. And so let's talk about. What, what do you guys want to talk about, dude? Let's let's talk about unanswered questions. Unanswered questions. Let's, let's go dive there. right into it. Let's talk about Professor Hulk for a oh, second. Okay. Let's, let's go there. Okay, so did you catch the conversation in the diner when he was explaining 
his origin, like what he said. Kind of like yeah. he just came to terms, like instead of seeing him as a an enemy, a sickness, he kind of just like, hey, let's team up. I'm not too familiar with like Hulk lore, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I guess that's... Is that what happened then? Just like he made peace with Hulk and now the two I of think, them coexist with each other? I think that, it's because yeah. they've both been fighting each other on who's going to take control and who should be in control. But instead, why don't we come together and let that, and let, you know, let me in the middle somewhere. And that's how they form into the Hulk, which is apparently it's in the comics. It is. It is in the comics, but I don't think his name was Ray Hulk. Ray Hulk was always able to like talk and walk and do whatever uh, he needed to do. But but remember, they don't have to pull, they can pull stuff from the comics. Doesn't mean they have to follow the comics. So I think they just figured, Oh, why not? I want justice. (laughs) <laughs> that's fine alright I'll buy it I thought I thought makes it was, sense I thought it was brilliant by them to do it that way though isn't it funny how we in the trailer we see Mark Ruffalo as uh, as the human form but never the Hulk and that uh, just one little they part kept, where they sh- kept that like, they, f- they faked that they yeah. kept that pretty well hidden well except oh. for in the trailer poster because they true. depicted him in art uh, that's true that's boneheads true. Well, they also depicted Thor with short hair. Short hair, too. Okay, let's talk about Thor, then, for a second, (laughs) his character. You guys can talk about this. Okay, because this is the part, like, this is the only... This almost spoiled the movie for my wife, because her favorite character is Thor. Uh And she hated that they made him a fat... A fat Fat goof-off. Fat Thor. The dude. They made him the Big Lebowski, or whatever was that line that they said in there. But, I I mean, the goofiness aside... I, I gotta admit, I really didn't like that part. I, something about Same. that, something about that was just weird to me. Where it's like realistically, okay, Thor's gonna go and get drunk, and get out of shape or whatnot. Why not? Because it just from the three previous movies, no, I mean, isn't that think, the point? Don't think of the three previous movies. What do you think mean? Of, don't think of the three previous movies. No, think movies. of his character as what they're going through at that moment. Yeah. The, the, but he's the, a superhero in the movie. Like, but in the, wait, 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 okay, wait. take the just because you're superhero, you can't. He be is a god of thunder. He is okay. not a human. He does but, not feel human like no, he depression. Feels, he... <laughs> but the whole like thing, you and I are going to talk about a different type of guy. <laughs> well, not the, he no, no, no. feels he, he gets beat up, so and he's bleeding. So someone he does. Feel. Does he bleed? Well, no. But I mean, yeah, I did you see that? <laughs> his whole his whole reasoning of what I'm assuming is how. He felt bad because he felt like he had let everybody down or whatnot or something like that. But that's that just seemed totally out of line with everything else his character had been. Because even in Infinity War, when he's talking to Rocket Raccoon, he even has the conversation where he's like, Father, dead. Brother, dead. Mom, dead. Best friend, stabbed through the heart. Yeah. And then it gets to the point where he's like, what more could I possibly lose? But he's still fighting. And so it didn't make sense how at the end of the movie, if that really was what happened, wouldn't he be the one... Who yeah, was like but trying the most we, to undo but, but, it? He would have gone through that depression stage way earlier. But the thing is, he was in the depression stage for that five entire year. That's the whole point. But there was no fighting. There was why would they want to? There's nothing to do at, at that point. There's no hope. His I feel like his character to me was perfect for what the situation was, and that was that th- this whole five years. There's there's no hope. So he felt responsible because he is responsible to a certain extent. He should have went for the head. I, I reject know, that. I would have rather seen him, instead of go the fat, lard, like stupid video game playing, I would rather seen him as Clark Kent was portrayed in the very beginning of Man of Steel. He's just a hermit. He goes, he works, he keeps yeah, to himself. A vagabond. He's just, he, just, he just wanders. 
And so I would I could have seen Thor do that instead of just being a joke. But he was it was just it amped up too much on where uh, we didn't take his character seriously because they did ever since Thor three they've he's always had the more humorous angle to him. So that was okay. That was cool how they took that from Thor three and they carried it over where he's still a serious fighter but he's still just kind of funny and they played that out really well. But they just went too far. I just feel like they just went I too agree. far where he turned into okay. just a college frat boy at the end. and <laughs> So I'm not, I'm not agreeing with, I'm not disagreeing, I guess, then with the spirit of the decision. I'm just agree- disagreeing with how far they took it. Yeah, I would disagree with you guys. I think his, his arc was actually perfect. Did you like Ragnarok? I did not like Ragnarok. You didn't like Ragnarok. You didn't so, like so Ragnarok you don't like, movie. So you like Funny Thor, or, but not Funny Thor? I'm okay with, I'm okay with his character, and that's why I thought okay. it fits, fits well with his, his behavior was for this movie. And so... He's a joking. That's how he. I guess that's how he. They definitely fixed Hulk though, because I hated Hulk and yeah, Ragnarok. I, hated, I didn't like Hulk and Ragnarok either, and so I don't know who can put top Ragnarok in top five. Is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I, I disagree. I think uh, I think his I think his character was perfect the way it should be, and the arc for for his character for the situation was fit perfectly, and so I didn't I didn't see anything wrong with it. It was. It's fine. Oh my gosh, my wife hated it so badly. Yeah, she was so upset. Like in Infinity War, she was angry because he didn't have an eye. And then when she when he got his eye back with Rocket, she was super happy. But this movie, I mean, we're like literally an hour after the movie. One step forward, two steps back. The whole conversation was me. We're, I wasn't trying to have to convince her to accept that it was a well done movie because she just could not get over how Thor yeah. was big and chunky. This is the same argument that people always have about uh, Luke Skywalker. As people didn't like the last Jedi, it's not because the same thing. The, the, no, it's, it's, it's not the same thing. But it's the the character how they they want him to be a certain way, but mm-hmm. it turned out to be different. And why people hated his character the way it is because he was old and grumpy and threw the lightsaber behind him. That everybody thought that was kind of lame because that's not the same Luke Skywalker. Well, but it's it's different because his characters change. You can't have the same guy doing the same thing over and over all over the place. So. I, I agree with that to a point, but realistically, the audience, we're allowed to have expectations. No, no, I agree. And the problem, I think, is where they go too far gone, where that's not real. You, you can't make an honest argument to say that this is what would have happened under these circumstances. And you can't, but that, and the same thing with that, then you can't say he could be the same Luke Skywalker. That everybody wanted him to go out and fight everybody with a lightsaber. It's like, he's old. Okay. He can't do that. Well, in any case, that movie sucked. <laughs> so, that's In fine. his opinion. It's turning into another Star Wars Star Wars debate. Uh, let's talk about fa- some of our... Some of the, okay, let's talk, actually, let's get it out of the way. What are some things you didn't like about this movie? What did I not like about... Okay, so I already, I already explained my beef with Thor. Thor. I didn't like how Thor's arc went. Um... Do you want to think about it? Paul, do you have anything that you... I need to think more about uh, it. I think the only thing I didn't like was Funny Thor, Fat Thor. Um, <laughs> there were some inconsistencies in time travel. Yeah, let's other, talk about that. Let's other talk about than that, that, like, I think the movie did pretty well for itself. Um, they did a good job of explaining time travel. Now, usually in most yeah. uh, iterations of time travel, you change something the, in the past, yeah. it changes the future. I really and whatever happened did this. that... Like kind of affects the future, and it, like if you die in the past, you disappear in the future. Ah. But um, <laughs> as explained in Dragon Ball Z, it's and CW's The Flash. Flash. Instead of affecting the future, it just branches off into another parallel you reality. Reality. 
which is really cool, which is really neat. Yeah. Not that I don't like the other way, but I thought it was creative in the, the way they did that. Up until this movie, I always thought Back to the Future probably explained it best. I don't know, maybe there's other movies I can't think of right now, but I thought the way they did this time travel uh, heist, what do they call it? Time the, heist? The time, time, heist. Heist. time heist. I thought this movie did it the best. The best time travel, even though I still, there are there are things in there that didn't make it sense. There are things there that are like, uh, that shouldn't happen and that shouldn't happen. But but for itself or as a movie, it was cool because that we talked about this in our review in, on YouTube is that there's that conversation with them trying to figure out how to where to go and stuff and somebody says like at one point we were we were near the stone at one point we were we were close to the stone at one point in our you know in our 20 some film and it's oh so at that point i was like oh cool they're gonna go back to like the battle in new york they're gonna do all these things to go back in time and try to get the stone in there that thing I was going to say that that thing about the time travel I loved how they did that because that's Same. literally how every movie has ever done it is where you go change the past you change the future. Have you guys ever heard of the grandfather paradox? No. Okay, so I think I have. There's the it's a theory of quantum physics, like real world theory of quantum physics, which it states the same thing where if we could theoretically go back to the past and change things or do something different, it would not change the future that we return to. Okay. And the argument is, is imagine that you decide, Tom, you decide to go back in time to kill your grandfather for whatever reason. How would you be able to do that? Because if you killed your grandfather, you would no longer exist, meaning you could never have gone back to kill your grandfather. So there's a paradox of what's happening there. So I think that's what they were trying to go for with the explanation. Like Hulk explained it, but it was way too fast for me to follow in the movie when he explained it. But it was the same reasoning, wherein if you go back from your present time, if you take your, if you go to your past to try to change something, how could you have ever done that? Because you would no longer have been in the situation in the present to know to go back into the past to do something differently. Oh. So that's that's what the reasoning was behind it. So I thought because, that was a really well done thing. Okay, I, I agree. And the only thing I have a problem with that, and this is the negative about this movie that I have, and it's probably the only thing that I have, is how is it possible that Nebula can be can exist in the future if she shot herself in the past? That's the thing because they're separate timelines. Because but, what you do but, in your past okay, does I, not affect what happens in your in your future. There's different timelines basically that are created by going into the past so you're telling me even though she 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 basically hijacked herself to come to the future and then her present <laughs> comes and it's okay for her to shoot her right and, be, and exist right in the future i don't know okay look realistically now we're, yeah. if we're going to talk like fine-tuned details of how the physics would actually work i don't know <laughs> But that was the reasoning that they followed, but it trying follows the same idea. We're trying to find a yeah, Because well, I was confused. Uh, I was like, wait, how can she survive if she shoots herself in the past? Her existing in the future should not exist. That's, 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 yeah. If we're talking back to the future, then that's how it works. But when you talk like the theories of quantum physics, the yeah. idea is that you make separate, there's separate okay. timelines that are created by doing that. So Dragon Ball Z actually got it right. Yeah, and I love Dragon Ball Z. We know, we know. <laughs> So, okay, another thing, the thing I didn't like, I did not like, I already mentioned this in the beginning, I did not like how absent Thanos was from this movie until the end. I just think that somehow I would have loved it if he just, because he was such a powerful villain, he was such a good villain in Infinity War, and then axing him in the very beginning, it just, you needed that driving conflict, somebody antagonizing them 
because I think it was literally the last third of the movie, last 40 minutes, where he came onto the scene. So that's that was I think that's the most that's the biggest gripe I have about the movie. Let me ask you guys a question: Did you guys did you guys see the difference between the Thanos in Infinity War and the Thanos in Endgame? Uh, for sure, the yeah. Thanos. All right, the our time Thanos or past Thanos, two thousand fourteen Thanos. Yeah, two thousand fourteen. Okay, two thousand fourteen Thanos was way more evil. Yeah. Than I thought. Because Infinity why? much less reason. Why? Because he he was already kind of constructing the plan. He hadn't done anything yet, and he has just like this anger toward these Avengers, well, and he's like, I'm gonna take all these stones. I'm going to do what I want. And, and basically destroy the entire yeah. universe. And then he got more evil once he looked into Nebula's future and said, yeah. Hey, I won. I won. I did it. Sweet. Well, I'm, a, I'm just going to hang out and I know I win. The funny thing is, I, I agree with you. I think the Thanos of 2014 was more like just hardcore. Like hardcore. They didn't, he didn't care about anything. He just he wanted to amp up even more. Now that, I can, now that he knew he... he Wiped out. He succeeded wiping out half a population in the universe. He's like, well, why the heck not just do the entire universe? And the other thing, is, the only thing I liked about the 2014 was he made it personal, and mm-hmm. that's the difference between the Thanos. Like the after present. he found out, that he they finds were out. He's like, okay. oh, dude, I don't exist. So what the heck? I'm gonna make it more personal. I'm gonna beat the crap out of you guys now. And so I think that's where he lost sight of what he was supposed to do, and it made him even more dangerous and more evil. And I, you know. I, I disagree with the with the with the absence of him. I didn't need him to be there. I needed him to be at the end, and that's and that's what the third act was incredibly beautifully done. Mm-hmm. It was oh, so good, but I was okay with it because I think the whole movie wasn't about about Thanos. It was about undoing what Thanos do, did, and so I I was okay with him being absent in that one itself. But I can see why, you know, I can see why you wanted him there because you know it makes it makes the story even more interesting. I'm pretty sure you probably didn't like the first two hours, did you? No, oh, no, I did. You did? Okay. The, it started slow. It felt slow in the very yeah. beginning in the first act, but then when they were seeking for the stones, it it, it, it got, it got a lot better. Yeah. But I didn't see I didn't see that coming to a big climactic finish the way that it did, where it was the army of Thanos versus all of the heroes I brought back that. onto that. that for, I, <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. I, I liked the first two acts mostly because like uh, yeah. it it gave you the residual feeling of how word. you felt <laughs> at the end of Infinity War, like. That you're hopeless yeah. and you're kind of just melancholy, like I don't know what to do at this point. Yeah, and the Avengers feel it too, and you feel it. And it's not until you find Ant Man that they have like a real idea. And Ant Man, hope, some yeah. type of hope. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of Ant Man's the real MVP, be. Dustin. He was not. <laughs> no, he it wasn't. Was her, the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about. Um, well, uh, was there anything shocking? In the movie for you? I call first, Steve. Go ahead, go ahead. All right. I know what he's going to say. Black Widow's death. Oh, my gosh. I, for some mm. reason, in this movie, I really, 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 really liked Black Widow. She's so scared at the beginning. She's hopeless. And then she finds this purpose. And you're like, this is me. This is who I am. I'm going to take it. And it's kind of ironic that she's with Clint at, the, at that point. Because no other two Avengers could have been like, hey... Ant-Man and Hulk, you go get the Soul Stone. Yeah. Like, I don't really care about well, you. You know, the funny thing is, like, when I was watching the movie, I didn't even think about that. 
Like, it didn't dawn on me. I don't think they did either. Because there's yeah. no way of them knowing well, here's the thing. that that's how they get the soul stone. Because I was mm. wondering why didn't Nebula tell them how they get the soul stone. Because she knew exactly how. That's the part. But as an audience, I'm sitting there. I didn't even think about it until they came up to the gate. And the Red Skull came down. It's like, oh, yeah. One of them ain't making it out of here. And I thought it was going to be Black Hawk, to be honest. Because the... Hawkeye? Yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. Stop Black Hawk. merger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hawkeye, because I was telling, we did a review on YouTube, because I thought the phrase, whatever it takes, that's the phrase they keep, they keep you know, saying, like, whatever it takes, we'll do whatever it takes. So I thought Hawkeye was going to die because he was going to do whatever it takes to bring his family back. And at the moment, they kept switching back and forth. I don't know. Did you guys knew the, who was going to die right away? Or did you guys kind of had a, like... Not right away. Not right like when away, Jeremy no. Renner jumped off, I was like, it's Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. <laughs> and then he kind of was like, oh gosh, dang it. <laughs> I was like, no. And then when she hung, they were hanging, excuse me, at the edge and she was at the bottom. I already knew. I was like, that was brutally gory too. You notice how they, like her head was, was that split blood open? Or was that, I thought blood. it was a bag. <laughs> I think it was blood. It was blood. Oh, good. And then a lot gorier than Gamora's death. Yeah. I was a lot more sad for Black Widow's death than Gamora. I, I, I just didn't feel yeah, the, well, the sadness of Gamora. I, yeah, I, I did too. I don't like Amora. <laughs> you don't like her at all. No. I thought she was... But well, yeah, I thought that was shocking. So here, I have a question then. So you said like a shocking moment. I don't know if I can mention anything that I saw shocking because I don't... The really? little the little details that came out, like the small things, like when Cap picked up Thor's hammer, yeah. I wasn't shocked. I knew as I soon as shocked. I, I as soon shocked. as I saw the hammer get picked up, I knew it was Captain America. Well, no, I knew that, that was awesome. at that moment, but I didn't think they were going to go that route. I didn't know they were going to go yeah. that route. That's true. I love um, that part. Love it. But what was a shocking moment? A shocker of a moment. Mm. I don't know, Tom. Do you got something? I can't. You know, off the top I, of my head I, draw I went something. With Paul, like the death, uh, shocking, the death of uh, Black Widow. I didn't see that one coming. Um, but for me, it, the shocking moment of all was Captain using the hammer. I mean, like I didn't think they would put that in. More the shocking than Tony's dying. Tony dying. Yeah, because I knew Tony was gonna die. Okay. Just because of what Infinity War gives you, because of Doctor Strange giving up that the time stone for him to live. There's a reason why he needs to live. I I, I, I thought the cat was gonna die also. That was my prediction, but it didn't it didn't happen that way and so Okay, I have here I have one. I was shocked actually the introduction of the third act shocked me, where Thanos's ship comes through the portal oh and he just levels Blast. it with a nuclear bomb or something. I thought I thought Ant Man was killed. <laughs> So that shocked me where I'm thinking like, wow, this is where they're going to go for the third act as he just like levels the entire facility. That was brutal. It yeah, was, was brutal. brutal that man. part shocked. That was a shocker. Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's not a lot of, I mean, you know, the whole movie was a shocker to me, but... Okay, so I have another thing. I want to talk about little details because okay, this is one of the parts of the movie I love the most, but it goes into a different category, which is little details. No, that's fine. Little things that arced lots of stories. So I have, there was six that I picked up he on. He has notes. I have notes. <laughs> so prepared. I have six that I picked up on that he was doing in church. I, I loved. <laughs> I guess I was taking notes. I'm paying attention during the podcast. I'm not texting somebody else. So the first thing. Um, was how it was the trio fighting against Thanos in the third act. It was Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man who originally were all fighting each other, yeah. and now they've come together yeah, to feed this greater Ooh. evil. Oh, oh, so good. That's, that's, that's good. I like that. Number two was how the reversal of the Soul Stone. Initially, so when we're introduced to the Soul Stone, you just think that something tragic and awful has to happen. No. 
And instead, what we're shown is that the whole point of getting the soul stone is, is you have to sacrifice. Right. Yeah. So Thanos, he took that and he used it to be self-serving because he, he killed. He made somebody else sacrifice for him. Well, but Widow's whole thing was sacrificing herself for her friend so yeah. that her friend okay. could be with his family. Let me ask you a question before you go on. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. You don't think that his sacrifice was meaningful either as well? Well, it was, but the difference is is it's ultimately somebody else had to pay it. Instead of him. Instead of himself. I get it. I get so I that, get it. that was, I liked how they reversed that and showed the heroes doing a more noble path than what Thanos had done. Uh, at the funeral, the kid... My wife leaned over and said, who is that? I'm like, I have no idea. It's Harley. I didn't realize it was the boy Harley from Iron Man 3 afterwards. Which I don't think he needed to be there. I, I was see I just again it was it was it was, it was if he wasn't there detail. you would have been like where is he? Well, it, 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 no, I would, no one would even care. It was a little. Everyone's saying. No, what was the point? Harder. It was it was a little detail. It was just one of those little I details know, that fit that. in. Number f- okay, where am I on? Number four was <laughs> on your left. Yeah, oh, stop. That, that yeah. was I the emo- that. that was the emotional moment of the film for me was where you realize it's Sam and then he's like on your left more than more than Iron Man dying yeah, yeah but it was just like a callback like because it was a callback coming was full the point. circle there's yeah, so yeah. many of those little moments yeah. that I just like I was choked up right then I'm like I'm Iron Man see then here <laughs> like those are too. those are the last two points. I loved how, okay, so you remember in Age of Ultron, Age of Ultron, there's the vision that Tony has, which basically curses him and scares him uh, for all time, which is where he has the vision and Captain America grabs him and says, you could have saved us. And that's, I think that's part of like, what was the reasoning behind how he realized that that's what he needed to do to save everybody. And I loved, and this is the, my favorite detail. I loved the homage that they paid to Iron Man because it started with I am Iron Man and it ended with I am Iron Man. The whole thing, the whole arc of the conflict began with him coming out in the public and saying, I am Iron Man. And then finishing when he snapped his fingers. Oh my gosh. Okay. Put a hand over my heart. I was so happy with how that went down, and that's I think realistically that's why I wasn't that torn up when Iron Man died. Uh, yeah, is because I thought they you just gave him just like, the send off. That was my, perfect. Speaking about okay, speaking about little detail, I got I got three of them actually, and those I love those two. Those are, there's probably a ton I'm, more, so I'm interested to hear what you guys my, noticed. One of my favorite, my one of my little two cameos that I love, and this is little is the the. Um, when Tony talks to his dad in the past, I thought that mm-hmm. moment for me would help me, uh, like even you know, kind of like understand of this is all gonna be about Tony and what Tony. He's got everything that he need ever wanted. He you know he got it. He's got his own kid, his little girl. He's got a wife. All these things come back around of him, his father having to. Trying to tell him, look, I try, I'm trying to be the best dad I can, but I'm a failure. I'm always gonna you know I. And that little conversation with him and his dad, I thought those that detail for me was was really because being a father, I guess yeah. that's for me. And so the second one is you guys are gonna laugh, but when Thor talked to his mom, I thought that conversation, <laughs> his mom put into perspective of like it's okay. And what made it even more kind of like heartbroken was when he got there, he Thor said, "This is the day that she dies." That's the last moment that he he never had that conversation that he always wanted. 
happened in this movie because yeah. he never got to have that conversation with her in the second Thor because she was already killed. I missed it. I was in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Which was an art because I love that scene and I thought that was the other one. Okay, I'll give you that one then. My de- the, the, my little detail I love is when Tony, when Daniel was ready to put the glove on and Tony looked at Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange goes like this. He holds up a finger. And he knew exactly. Like, hang on. And Tony knew exactly what he had to do. At that moment, that look with Doctor Strange and Iron Man and Tony started looking at each other, that changed, I was, at, I mean, I get goosebumps, it just chills down my spine, just like, oh crap, here it comes, like, here it comes, here's that moment that this was, ta- that giving up that time stone that Dan knows, really, what, what, it comes to this point, there's that one man. Yeah, that, that oh. whole battle in the ending there. You know, this is also a small thing, I loved Pepper as rescue. Yes! I loved how she had a piece oh. of armor that she's fighting with it because yes. I was just like feeling like it made sense though because they were together for five years and like you don't think in that five yeah. years Tony was like hey this is yours and this and is what's going on <laughs> and remember the little girl his little his girl was playing she's with playing the man this is mommy what are you doing it's like oh that scene and you know and talking about the little detail the when that that line you can rest now yeah that broke my heart dude because like, oh. he's always been i just cried i so, cried like a baby so scared to let the world yeah. go as it is without his help and now he had a chance oh, to let so speaking of send-offs i want to talk about cap's send-off <laughs> okay. uh, there's a few questions but mostly like the, the sentimental part of it was bucky kind of knew that he wasn't yeah. gonna get the mantle of captain america because he said you know don't do anything stupid and he's like, how can I? You're taking all the stupid with you. And that was the line from the first first, one. first, Avenger. Yeah, first Avenger. And right then, Bucky knew. He's like, he's not coming back. He's not oh, is it First Avenger or Captain America? Uh, Captain America, the first, first Avenger. Avenger. Yeah. Uh, so right then, Bucky knew. He's like, he's not coming back. He, he wants to go live his life. But Sam and who else was there? Hulk? It was Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Sam and Sam Hulk. Hulk they, and... they didn't know. They were like, well, he, where is he? Where is he? And then you see old man Cap on the bench just waiting and so, he, okay. he had lived his life. There's a question there that I have a question about. Did Can Bucky and uh, Steve Rogers, can they age? Is that a thing? Yes, they can. They can age? They're not immortal. They're, they're superhuman, but they're so not So they immortal. just came back from the ice yeah. and now they can age. And the only reason why he stayed young is because he was frozen. Right. right, and then okay, and then Bucky stayed young because so like he was forever, also kept Mel under ice. ice for every young. Yeah, okay. Because my wife, because my wife asked me that too, and I'm like, well, I guess they can. No, they because eventually, well, Captain America dies in in a different way. He didn't Captain die. America dies in Civil War. Yeah, he dies in a jail, and Crossbone was the one that killed him in there. And so, but but I if I'm correct, you can you can correct us, nerds, if you if you know anything better than we do. Uh, I don't think he's immortal. I think he's just superhuman. And just he can he can subject to death. I think that's right. Yeah. And so so he had lived his life then, and he then knew that that's where the heroes would be gathering on that day. So he just showed up at the park, like yeah. went back in time, lived his life with Peggy Carter, and then just showed up at the park uh, yeah. when they were doing oh, the experience. Yeah. Yeah, how does that work then? Because he lived his whole life. That does not feel like it merges the timelines, though, yeah. when they're supposed to be separate like ones. Like two branches merging into one branch. No, oh, no, because he could have no. gone to the same timeline with her. Yeah, no, that's her, right. Yeah. He, he just he All he had to do was return the storms, and yeah. then he would have gone to the same, same timeline, timeline just at an earlier time. Yeah, that same timeline that they got the, <clears throat> the Tesseract back, he probably went back to that timeline. And it's the same exact timeline because it didn't change because Loki took the, took the, Loki took the Tesla and disappeared. That's a different timeline. But because they went back even further to take the Tesseract uh, to themselves, 
that Loki timeline it doesn't exist. Right. That timeline exists. So he went back to that timeline. Wow. <laughs> but he was still dancing with her as if they were in like the nineteen forties. That might be a that might be a plot hole right there. Yeah, they might they might have cheated themselves. I know how, how did Cap? He went back to go return the stones to their respective times when they stole them. How did he? What did he do to return the soul stone? Huh. I think he just returned it. Just gives it back. It's like, hey, here's like, hey, I know we had some beef, but... This oh, is that would have been cool to see, dang, because well, he would have seen Red Skull there. Yeah, well, the funny oh. thing was... Well, here's the thing. That That's a good point. He would have seen Red Skull there. He can't enter there without him being at the gate. Yeah. So my other point is when... when uh, I thought, he still has it. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to bring back Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That was a good... Because when Bucky looked over to his left and he saw Cap... At first, I thought he it was saw, small. I, I small thought he, Steve Rogers. I thought he was going to see Natasha. I thought he went back, maybe oh, somehow that would have been replace great. her himself, dying to get to bring back Natasha back because he has no more to do in this world. He'd already done everything. I thought Natasha was coming back, but I didn't see the old man part. And then it makes it was fine. It made sense because he went back to live with Carter. The other thing is, I don't know. I don't know if it's a pothole, but I don't see why he couldn't be there to dance with her. He, He's, he was at the proper age to be... Because it was World War Two, right? Yeah. No, but if he was there, like, he would have had to live again through all the... Through the snap, through everything else, through Civil War. Like, because it's no, not... That, but wouldn't that timeline... See, that's that's where the but plot it, hole it's comes a different in. Branch, because it's a different it's a branch di- of the timeline. Yeah. But why did it merge with theirs then at the end, where he's able to go to the park and be waiting there on the day when they're doing it? So I don't know. Maybe he. It's knew, the grandfather par- maybe, paradox. Maybe yeah. he knew that there sense. was supposed to be there because he was there before. He knew that that's where it takes place, so he was just waiting for him. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I feel know, like that. May, I feel like that may be a plot hole on that part. Anybody who knows quantum physics, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, okay, how long have we been at this? This is all right. Forty minutes. Forty minutes. Okay. Let's talk about what we've been wanting to talk about, and that is the third act of the entire movie. So okay. battle, and let me let me start off by saying this. So many details, so many characters. Besides so the many... little detail that Dustin brought up, I, I love that. That's, 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 I love that I loved, discussion. I, I love, love the fight. Um, let's talk about um, the fight between the beginning of the third act. You get the, like Dustin was talking about, Thanos just basically bombed the heck out of the freaking Avengers facility, and everything is... Chaos. The gauntlet is still there with the with the. They'd stone. already snapped by then, right? They snapped. snapped. Everybody, everybody came was back. back. Everybody's back. Um, you get this the scene which I yelled out in the theater: "Kick his ace!" <laughs> loud. You were that guy. Yeah, I was that guy. You and everybody that guy. was cheering with me. Okay, so it's okay. <laughs> if nobody was cheering for me, I would have been like, "Ah, oh, that made me look stupid." But so, like, because I was. I got news for you. <laughs> you already do. <laughs> uh, I was just, just, I was just so excited. Yeah. To see that scene with just that three fighting Thanos, and you know, a little detail. Actually, back to a little detail. One more. Sorry. Before, did you notice that when he was hacking Cap and is hacking the? He shield, cut his shield into the, the vision shield? that Tony Stark yes. had. had. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good callback. I was like, holy cow, that's the that same. was a throwback. I thought like, that was cool. You get this in Thor. Well, the beginning with Thor wield the hammer and uh, the axe, I thought that was cool. I thought the fight scene in this was pretty amazing. How the how they can you know choreographic the fight between Captain and Thanos. That one scene. I mean, did you guys? Did everybody cheer when Cap 
wheel the hammer. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, I was yeah. excited. Everybody was screaming. Everybody in the theater, in the theater was the, nuts. the theater lost their minds at that point. Yeah, my favorite scene, uh, and I'll let you guys go after this. My favorite scene, besides Cap, because that to me, I said this in review too. That is the best scene for me of an entire uh, MCU uh, movie. That scene for me. The, when he it was, pretty, the hammer, it was pretty perfect. When he fights Thanos, that scene alone is the best scene to me in the MCU. The other one that I love, and I want this to be on my poster, and I know my wife will never let me hang it on the wall, is when he's getting... Don't say it. Don't say it. Which one? Not uh, the women. Okay, I'll <laughs> get to that in a second. We, I love that scene. But we're going to talk about it. But <laughs> I already have a feeling what these guys are going to say. Uh, when Cap was... He got up put his shield on and Thanos and his army and he was standing near that wide shot of him standing alone and with Thanos army. I love that visual. That scene yeah. right there. I want to put that on the poster. That's why it was He's so emotional like, oh. when Sam comes in and yes. that's when he says on your left and you realize everybody comes back. But it, even until then Captain America never gave up. Gave up. He's like, he yeah. like, I'm going to fight this army now. You know, I, guess. I was waiting for that line to come. I, I was waiting for him to say <laughs> But I could do this all day. Yeah, I'm glad he didn't. Did. It would have been overkill so at that glad. point. I'm I liked so what he did in like the 2012. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad he didn't put that in. I was with you. I was like, please don't say. I was that. hoping he was. I was it. hoping he was going to say that while he was dancing with Peggy at the very end. <laughs> that would have been, been, been a better time. And like, that would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been a better place. I'm so glad that it because when that moment happened for me, I was sitting there as an audience. I was so in tune, and this is just a brilliant with the Russo brother how they did this <clears> to make us so in, so into the movie. I forgot that those guys were back, like everybody because That's I'm like, true. Wait, who? I'm, you like, forgot that everybody was snapped back, back into they, existence because yeah, the snap worked. Everybody oh, you forgot. Out. Okay, I forgot that they still have those people. I think I just didn't imagine they'd be able to get there yes! and organize the way that they did. And so the idea that you know Doctor Strange was able yeah. to orchestrate that and transport everybody there to the site of the battle. But the part where I mean, I mean, the whole emotional ride just was nuts from the moment you heard Sam's voice. But then at the part where T'Challa comes out and he starts doing he bang bang, <laughs> and you hear everybody chanting, that was where like in the theater, like our theater was going he bang, bang. <laughs> like, just like just like chanting along. Not no one was saying. Our no one. No, 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 our yeah. theater went crazy. I went to Long Beach. I don't know where you went. <laughs> yeah, Long Beach had a little place, right? But. I, the w- emotional part of the third act I loved was when Tony gave Spider-Man oh, you a hug. Him. I well, he did this. He's got a thing. That's a detail. That's a detail. Yeah. I got a thing about hugging. That's when the entire story arc with Iron yeah. Man is he doesn't touch, touch take anybody. things from people or nope. hug people or touch people. First time ever he gave a hug. Yeah. Well, he gave a hug to Pop, Pepper Pop, but that's a different. That's Pepper. That's different. That's, that's that's his love interest. But no, that's a good point. I never thought about. It. They never. He that never, was re- that was really sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, it's funny too because Spider Man's like, what? I was just, I was, yeah. I just went to sleep I for a second out. and I came back. Yeah. They didn't realize it's been five years. Okay, the other thing that I'm glad they didn't do on note that they didn't do, I'm glad, and I like her character in this one. I don't like her haircut. Captain oh, I'm Marvel. glad Captain Marvel was absent from this film by and large. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'm perfectly comfortable with saying that. I could, <laughs> I did not like her character. But, not in, not in her movie. Or She's in just a one. big ex machina. Ca- Captain Marvel was just an ex machina for this film, yeah. and I didn't. I thought her movie. I thought the movie was poorly done too. They, they filmed oh, I, I Endgame with her and Captain Marvel and everything before, before they, filmed they filmed Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. I do like her in this in this aspect 
Not because she... I'm glad she wasn't in there. I'm glad they, they gave a little hint, like, I'm off... Because we never realized we're so consumed with Earth that there's other planets that's dealing the same thing as we are dealing, and she's out there help, helping. And I knew, we talked about this, that she wasn't going to be this savior of people that people think that she's she going to be. I was so glad that yeah. was the case. But I do like that moment when she fought, when she fights Thanos one-on-one, mm-hmm. and she holds He tries to headbutt her. her, and nothing happened. <laughs> that was he had to cool. use the Power Stone to Yeah, I was like, uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's just, oh, okay. yeah, that was the Power Stone, wasn't it? I'm, I'm going to go to this, I'm going to go to the scene for a second where it's the girls that okay, team up with each other. Let's talk about this. So, it is very obvious that that was overtly done as a oh, girl yeah, power sure. message. Yeah. It was overtly done, and in my view, I it's exactly why it made so many of us roll our eyes when it happened was just because of how on the nose they had to be about it, where it's like, why did they have to do it that way to try to just put in some sort of message with it? And I was thinking about other instances where you've seen moments like that, where you've seen girl power, and it's not... It's well done because you're doing it without trying to do it. And the instance I thought of was... That was was, the whole movie of Captain Marvel. It was the whole Captain Marvel movie. And that's why I didn't like it. And that's why it sucked is because they were trying to make that the main theme. They were trying to just general... Instead of like making a message that all of us get behind, they're just trying to isolate one part of their audience just to pay lip service to whatever the current pop culture of the day is. And I don't mind that. I just don't like it when you throw it in my face. Okay, see... A good, a great example of doing that without throwing it into the audience's face was One. Lord of the Rings. Oh, frick! <laughs> what were you thinking? Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Okay, when Wonder she Woman comes out of the trench and just like I wanted to be a woman. Wonder Woman <laughs> was a perfect example of that too. But I'm thinking even earlier. I'm thinking the third Lord of the Rings movie. What was the name of the woman? The love interest. Of Aragorn, who rode into battle with Pippin. I know who you're talking about. Okay, whatever that girl's name was, but there's the whole thing that they set up about how the king of the um, the the dark seekers, the the black cloaked guys, they make this point about how it's prophesied that no man can kill him. What will we do? But I'm a woman. And you get to the end of the scene where it's like, no man can kill me, and she goes, I am no man, and then stabs him. That was the same moment. They hadn't shoved it in your face. It was just a subtle nod to it, and you felt like you wanted to be a chick. As soon as she threw I, that I thrust, even, I didn't even feel that. For that I loved, I love, I love that example, scene. Yeah. But, but the one with Wonder Woman was that's an even better example, more modern. I love, I love Wonder Woman because for me, <laughs> this isn't a bash Captain Marvel film. I might as well be. <laughs> oh. I just, I just don't like it when you throw it in my face. I want it to be organically, a natural product natural. of what comes in the and film. That scene, okay. Back to the end game. That scene, I was fine with it. I get it. I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when they were going to do it. I figured it was going to be in the battle scene. <laughs> I I just didn't. I like the fact. I do. I like do the fact that there was a nod to Black Widow because there was a line to say we got this because she said it. In no, it was where she said she's not alone. She's but not it was, alone. It was Nikoya yeah, who said yeah, it yeah. this time, and yeah, I loved. Yeah. I loved that. I loved that part. It was not because I was missing Black Widow, and I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. I did, she I got just, her moment. Though. I don't mind that scene. I just wish it was more organically, naturally happened. It didn't. It, they they forced that scene in yeah. there, and it it's kind of like it's okay, contrived. I'm okay with it. And it was cool. The one scene that I love that had girl girl power was when Scarlet Witch fought Thanos mm. and kicked. Like, I don't even know who you are. are. She's like, yeah, you, you will. will. And that was he, great. She was ready to kill him, and he she would have if he didn't that order that. Odd. He, if the he strike. didn't order strike. That part to me was a message how powerful a girl can be, yeah. and they didn't need especially to... when you take her boyfriend from her. Yes, and that was and her brother. Natural yes. and makes sense, and her brother too. And her brother, and and that line, and then the end when he had, she had that conversation 
with uh, Hawkeye and her in the river, and, and they were talking about Black Widow. Like okay. she knew it. She knew it. And, and she they said, both know. They both know. But who was she? Who was she talking about? At first, I thought it was Quicksilver, but then it made more sense that it was Vision. I thought it was Quicksilver. I thought, I, I thought, I thought it was, it was Vision. Vision too. Oh, because I because they have no connection unless it's the brother. The, the, the why the two characters connect to each mm-hmm. other is because of the brother because he named his son her using her brother's name so mm-hmm. I thought she was talking about I didn't even notice that the Quicksilver I thought I think she's talking about Quicksilver not Vision it's gonna have to do a rewatch of yeah. that yeah but but to me the girl power moment wasn't wasn't that scene when they all come together don't I mean they have such well, they have such great characters yeah. wonderful characters it just felt like they could have done it in a more natural sense like. I would have, what, you know, what would have done it for me was if. Is if they took themselves out of the movie and, like, someone looks over and is like, why are the girls over there? <laughs> it would have been. It's like, that's a lot of it would have been. It would have been much better. The whole thing, I think, would have been filmed much better is if you had one of the characters, whoever had the gauntlet was trying to get away. Uh, she and was just, about to be taken, and then Nikoya steps yes. in front of her and says she's not alone, yeah. and starts fighting. And then one by one, the girls out. come in yes. and start helping her progress oh, forward yes. on. Yes. And then at the end, then at the end, you could have that money shot where all of them are together. That would have been I, way more natural for the audience. Money shot, not any money uh, shot, not negative. any gratuitous way. <laughs> no body parts need to be shown. I, I, because when I was watching it, I remember in my head, I, when I was talking to one of my buddy, uh, was with me, I was like, you know what? I would have liked that better if they would, if they didn't even have to, they, to me, they didn't even have to acknowledge that the, the walk, everybody's walking, just, just fight. Just, you can just do it while they're fighting and we get it. Oh, they're showing all the girls fighting. I would have loved I, to see that. I think, cause I think to me, it's, it's kind of like making us feel like we're st- as an audience, you're like, oh, you're too stupid to realize these are just girls fighting. I'm like, oh, no. It wasn't. It wasn't the message. It was just no. an issue of style and process. Style. How they brought it. And around. I like the. I like the message. I just didn't like the way the execution of that scene there happened. You go. Execution been, of the scene could have been the different. Even my wife, you know, it's funny is because like when that happened, my wife was the one who actually was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like <laughs> said that out loud in the theater. My wife loves that. I like that. It was fun. I wish they would have done it differently. And so, who's texting you, man? Come on. My wife. She's she she can hear some of the other ones. It's like if it were men doing that all moment, no. you wouldn't have thought twice about it. No, no it's not, not about that. It's, it's, not, about it's that. not about putting in face. It's about the like the the presentation. It's execution. I, all for execution. an all woman money shot. This Dustin put just make it more you natural. Gotta, you got to build it flow. Yeah. Like I love Pepper. I love. I love, I love her all suit of armor. Oh I thought it was gosh. so cool that she had an armor. Minus yeah. Gamora, I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, anyways, let's go back to let's tell me about the third act. What do you? I've been talking. Okay. you guys go. So this is like as like final thoughts on it with how the third act wraps everything up. I had the strangest feeling walking out of the theater. Like afterwards, I had this feeling where I am right now. I have no interest in what MCU comes up with in the future. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I don't see how they could possibly duplicate this. They, how they could duplicate that scene and how they can duplicate the story arc. And it, I mean, if they do, it'll be just be a replication because, you know, this is the strange thing. This is 11 years of these films and it feels like it's ours. And I feel like anything yeah. else should be for somebody else because I think even now when I was doing the readings about what's coming up, they've got... Um, in the plans, you've got 
You know, it's odd too. I didn't realize this. That technically Spider-Man: Homecoming. That's the end of yeah, Phase the third, Three. Phase Three. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But so like, got to be something. All that... these, all these projects that they have coming up afterwards. It's like Chi yeah. uh, Shang and yeah, uh, the prequel uh, for don't, Black Widow. Don't, don't say that. First Asian superhero. All my friends were Asian, <laughs> except for uh, Dustin. Dustin <laughs> 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 looks like Johnny Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. I'm just not excited about it because, like, I feel like this was ours, and it's well, come to a thing. close. And I just, I don't see myself getting revved up about it the way I did. I just, I'm so happy with yeah. how they closed the arc, with how things finished, and I'm just, I'm like, you know what? I'm grateful that they're not going to touch it or try to do anything with it. Yeah. But however they do these new iterations on the characters, I feel like I won't care as much. I just, yeah, I feel like I well, won't care I as don't much. Think, did you think that same way when Iron Man first came out? I mean. Nobody even, no one really that's, cared. Well, that's that's kind of the point, though, is because it got me excited in Marvel, because yeah. I grew up on DC, Same. on the comics, and this got me excited about it, and it just built a cool story. But, but I mean, by the way, cinematically, nobody's ever done this. No, this is nobody's first. ever done a movie arc, or all these stories tied into each other. DC tried, and it failed. <laughs> it's time to step up, DC. You got pretty cool characters that you can develop better than this. But I agree. I'm uh, I'm just content. At, like at the end of everything, I'm content with how the story went, yeah. with everything, with where it went, and uh, Paul, I got no complaints. What third, third act? Anything you want to add? Uh, that's all I got. I've just Let's there's so much in this movie that I just I have to watch it again. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to watch it again, but I got to take some time because well, three hours is a hard time to is. track for it. <laughs> well, let's do a final thought. Although Dustin probably already gave his final thought. <laughs> I think I for... gave. I think I gave my yeah. final thoughts. Okay, my final thought on this movie. I love this movie. We're gonna give it a ranking, but we're gonna do it numberly this one because it's just it's just like one through ten. Yeah, one through ten. Uh, I love this film. Uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. Let me use one question. Is this top three or top five? Top five for sure. Maybe not top three. Of, the, of what? Of the Marvel Universe? Yeah. Marvel Universe. Top five for sure. I'd have to think about it to think if it's top three. Yeah. I'm with you. I think it's top five. I don't know if I can put it in top three. I, might, I still love Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is my, my favorite. favorite of all. Civil, favorite. War, Civil War has got, has got some matching to be up in there, I mm-hmm. think. Well, if I had to pick Civil War between Civil War and this, I think I might put this over Civil War. I'd put this over Civil War, yeah, I think. So. Well, we'll, 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 we'll have to re-rank our, our, our <laughs> list. Right? Got 22 movies yeah, to rank. That'd be tough, actually. Yeah, we tried it. We tried it. It was hard. Yeah, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard. So, Anyways. Well, okay, so, so I, I love this movie. I thought it was good. I you know, I, I think the first two acts is a little slow, but I feel like it had to be slow to develop the, the If you state. push these two movies right up against each other, do you think you could watch it the same? Yeah, I can. I think the fact that we had to wait after the snap really helped. Oh yeah, um, I agree. Drive the point home, drive the somberness, the melancholy yeah. feelings. Well, the that funny you thing have. is, I told you this: the Russo brother was was gonna save the snap for the for the end game. Really? Yeah, they talked about saving it for the end. I'm glad they did. Yeah. I'm glad they did. I'm glad they said too. They said we were thinking about that, and we're like, you know what? The snap would be something to leave people like, like empty. Like you, you, you feel like you gotta know what's gonna happen next type of thing. That's what the snap does, and so they start in there. And so, go check this movie out. Let's give it a ranking. Oh, you have any final thought, Paul? I'm sorry. Uh, nope. nope. I don't. I'm just like yeah. I'm still kind of melancholy because it's like bittersweet. Is that what melancholy means? Like yeah. kinda just kind of like, just. Eh. I never knew means what that feeling, means. Means feeling turmoil, uncertainty okay. from turmoil. Okay. You know we need to get to come do next maybe next Avengers. <laughs> it's J- Jason, 
what is this? Did oh, he, he like the movie? Oh, he loved it. He loved it. He was yeah. embarrassing me. He was laughing at like the most inappropriate parts in the movie too. Uh, but he was really it was inappropriate parts like. It's just like where they're like the rest of the where audience he should be like crying. He was well, laughing. he wasn't laughing when Black Widow got killed. No, I mean, not I'm like that. Face. It was just like <laughs> other parts where it was just more like chuckle. Like Jason, Jason just ran with it and was just was laughing his head off at a lot of those parts. The women part, I'm pretty sure. I think he did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> knowing him, let's give this uh, any no. No, nope, nothing yeah. for me. I'm gonna, um, give, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it a solid nine. Oh, nine out of ten! Wow. Well, ten's ten is Winter Soldier, so eight and a half, solid eight and a half, and nine is where I put this movie. Okay. Same, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Mm-hmm. I give actually. I thought about this. I give it nine point five. Wow. Nine point right. five. I think the movie done justly. Justice Lee. Is that Justice Lee. Justice Lee. Anyway, maybe I have Justice League in my head. I need I to watch. Gonna make better movie. Anyway, but thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dustin, for coming. Thanks for having me on, guys. And uh, we'll see you, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. Next time. I don't know. Later, nerds.